Welcome to the Sobriety Elevated Podcast with your hosts, Kevin and Jim. We are dedicated to strengthening your recovery and elevating your sobriety. Thank you for listening. It is showtime. Welcome to today's episode. Jim, how are you doing today? I am doing phenomenal, and I kind of have a little bit of a wooey-wooey topic today that we're going to explore. I like it. Let's hear it. Okay, so I was thinking, what if today we talked about creating the life where your recovery thrives? And when I say that, I'm really speaking like, what if your recovery is a creation that you live into? Because oftentimes in our mind, we become the dream killers of our own recovery process. And then oftentimes there are people around us, right? Oh, Kevin, you can't make a thousand days. Oh, Kevin, you're not going to change. You're going to be the same as you were before. That is a recovery killer. And I think it happens out there more than we realize. Yeah, I agree with you that, you know, we call them haters. I think this day and age, we always talk about the haters and the naysayers and things like that. And we focus on that in business and all kinds of things. But when we start our, our life of recovery and we create and, and make all these changes in our life, a lot of times people don't like change. So they do. They come in and they try to <laughs> discourage us and really try to tear us down sometimes. I can remember early on in my recovery, so many people that would tell me there's no way you'll do it. There's no way you'll make it. Right. And we live in a society that's negative based. It's almost like we feed off the negativity. I mean, I think of there's, there's a meme with this panel and it says, you know, are you in heaven or hell? And in, and it's basically the picture of this, this smorgasbord buffet in the center. And then around the edge are all these people. And instead of hands, they have one, one side, one, one hand has a very long spoon and the other hand has a very long fork and they can't reach their mouth with it. So in the hell panel, you literally see people attempting to get the food and put it to their mouth and they can't do it. And it's like they are in hell. And in the heaven panel, you see the people feeding each other. You see the people literally using the long spoons and the long forks to quite literally make sure everybody else is taken care of. And when you are in your recovery, and this is going to hit upon two things, the first thing being of service, the second thing surrounding yourself with people who have your recovery thrive. Yeah, who you surround yourself with is, is so important. I've heard it said, watch out for a negative person. They can find a problem for every solution, which I think we've seen it. And it's the people in my life who early on were like telling me how I couldn't do it or why I couldn't do it or why it wouldn't work or why it didn't matter even if it did work that I've eliminated from my life. And now I like to be around people and, and really I'm only around people who are going to like encourage me. Again, encouragement doesn't mean just total agreement with whatever I say. They're going to be around me and encourage me to do the right things. And if I'm doing something stupid, they're going to call me out and they're going to, they have like my long-term best interest in play. 
they are actually assisting you to create your life so that your recovery thrives. Yeah, part of it is when you're creating your your new life or as your new life is growing and and changing is is making a conscious decision to create good things and not just bad things. Like you said, we love to complain. I know I do. Um me, me and Rachel We'll talk and, you know, we, we try to find things that we can complain about as opposed to find things that we can be happy about or, or things that are good. And even in, in business, finding what's wrong with the situation as opposed to finding what's right. And so as you create your new life and your life of recovery, uh, be very conscious and intentional about being positive and, and uh, optimistic, I think, more than pessimistic. That creation begins the moment you open your eyes. And it often also continues until your eyes are closed at night. So when you first open your eyes, are you thankful? Can you look at the day ahead of you and literally think, how can my recovery thrive today? Yeah. And in recovery, it's all about perspective now. Like the new life has a different perspective. Where, yeah, there may be issues, but your perspective is just totally different now. And how you see things, you see things just in a more positive light, or you see things more as, as an opportunity as opposed to something that's going to destroy you. We all have the opportunities to succeed, and we all have the opportunities to fail. Which one do you choose? And how do you overcome from failure? Because we're all going to fail and make mistakes. and Well... Great point. That's a great point. And I mean, failure is one of the stepping stones of success. Absolutely. Look at my, uh, my, in my business, so many times, like we've had a business dealing that goes bad that teaches us a lesson that we then can, can learn for success. And actually, I would say for me, even in my recovery, I never, you know, a lot of people know I really never fully went all into getting sober except for the time that I did. But I learned a lot from the times I quote unquote tried to quit drinking. You know, notice I said tried to quit drinking because it, I, I wasn't fully convinced that I was going to. And so proper use of the word try. Yes, exactly. And so we we think back to all of those lessons we learned. And maybe you're out there and you've you know you've relapsed a bunch or you've had a lot of times when you've you know you've you failed. And instead of looking at those as oh my gosh I'm a hopeless mess, just look at it as hey I've learned all of these lessons. And now I know what doesn't work. So I'm going to do what does work. One of the things that I know that in the flow of a successful recovery program, there are going to be dips where you do not feel positive, where things feel like they're not working. And again, it's like we said this in many episodes before, who can you call and who can you contact that will literally be outside of your own head such that you can pull back into the space of thrive in your recovery. And that's why what you were saying earlier about like dream killers of your, your recovery program or your, your life in recovery, we've got to get rid of them and, and not just get rid of the dream killers, but find people that are, are encouragers. And I always like to think of myself as a, as a guy that encourages people, you know, I end up around uh, people sometimes that are going through big struggles. Obviously, if you're in the recovery community, it's typically uh, not everybody's on a winning streak when they get involved in recovery and especially early recovery. I know I wasn't. So I just really make a conscious effort to encourage those people and to point out the few good things. You know, you guys have heard me talk about 
uh, gratitude and things like that, how early on in recovery, I, I couldn't find a single thing to be grateful for. But thankfully, there were people around me that could help uh, kind of foster the environment of, of showing me a few things that, that I, I should be thankful for and that I do have to be grateful for. And that's why the people around you, and we've talked about it, you know, your, your team or the group around you is so important. It is, it is like besides your own personal decision that you've made for recovery and for sobriety, the next closest thing is who you surround your, yourself with. One program calls it the people, places, and things. You know, you've got to change the people, the places, and the things that you do. So be very intentional. You're creating your life. You're creating your new life. And you're, you have the responsibility then to make sure you're putting the right people in that new life. And you're eliminating the wrong people from that life too. Eliminating doesn't mean they have to be out of your life, although they may be. Eliminating does mean that if you have a dream killer in your life, you need to be able to turn the volume down when they say something that kills your dream. Because sometimes we just can't move to another city. Sometimes you just can't. They, they still may be there, but they're going to be at a different level of influence. And by mentally adjusting yourself, those people can still be around and not impact you. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. And in recovery, one of the biggest changes that have probably happened in, in, my, in me is my attitude and my outlook on life. It's changed. It went from negative and pessimistic to like positive and really it excited. I'm like excited about life. And every day when I wake up, of course there's issues and I'm not always like, yay, today's going to be awesome. But I, I'm generally optimistic. We've all been around people I th on both sides of this, where there's people that you're around and it's like tiring and it sucks the energy out of you. All they do is complain. You could get a, a pizza and it could be, well, yeah, but the slices weren't cut right or something. There's always something to complain about. But then you get the other people whenever something bad happens and instead of them pointing out all the bad, they're like, yeah, but you know what? This about it was pretty good. And those are the type of people that we want to be around. So I, as a, as a guy that's in, you know, coming into longer term recovery, I want to be that guy that people want to be around because they can feel that energy. And instead of it being something that sucks the life out of them, it energizes them. And I think that's one of the biggest yeah. goals of, of my, my recovery life now is to, to be that way around other people. Brilliant. The other thing I want you to think about is how do you end your day? At night, those few moments before you drift off to sleep, they are the perfect time for reflection and the, they're the perfect time to see what is having your recovery thrive and what is not. Because there's this term I learned from a very wise man called little by little. <laughs> if you build your recovery... <laughs> right? If you build your recovery little by little, it's like building a business little by little. Jim, no, I, uh, as you know, little by little is our company slogan and our focus. And it's really my focus in life every single day is to do it little by little. And it's, it's so hard when you're, I think, early in recovery to think of it that way, because we want change right away. And we want to make some like huge leaps and some huge steps. And, and we have all these crazy goals. You know, we, we joke a lot of times where, you know, I have two weeks sober and in my head, I'm already, or when I'm in the shower, I'm thinking about my one year sobriety speech that I'm going to be giving. And we get ahead of ourselves sometime. And that's why what you said about what you do every night is so important 
from day one until now, you know, day whatever, whether you're 50 years sober or 50 minutes sober that night is I like to take a daily, you know, reflection on my life. Obviously, everybody knows I'm a 12 step guy. And this is one of the big things of the 12 steps is a daily inventory of my life. Where was I right? Where was I wrong? And what could I have done better? And then I learn from it every single day. So that way, little by little, I get better every single day. That way, you're actually teaching your mind to thrive in your recovery. Because as a coach, one of the things that I know is we tend to have a negative mindset. It just comes in. It is just a part of our human experience. But I also know that the more you understand something, the transformation of your life occurs in deepening the understanding of both the positive about your life and the negative about your life. Oh, you smirked like you had something to say. No, I didn't. No, I don't. Oh, there was a cool smirk there. So as you're reflecting back, when you catch yourself in a negative mind space, just number one, understand it's part of being human. And number two, see it and let it flow down the river of thought. Understand that things, that those thoughts are going to come. And you say it, Jim, all of the time. Like I acknowledge those thoughts and I move on from them when they come. And this is also, I know we keep harping on this and I feel like maybe we could harp on it even more sometimes is this is why the people around you and your support system is so important because people will be able to see right away if you get a little funky. Like I have people around me that'll be like, hey, you all right? What's going on? I've had some really stressful days the last couple of weeks. And um, I even reached out to you. It's like, we haven't, you know, it's like, are you okay? Exactly. So when you came back, we had a conversation and I realized, wow, Kevin is in his element right now. Because one of the things that I've learned about Kevin is that when he gets on a large job for his company, you literally become an animal for success and you thrive on the stress that comes with that level of success. Yeah, sometimes it doesn't feel that way, which is always funny. That's why it's good to talk through it and have people around me because sometimes the stress is a little bit overwhelming. But what you do learn as you learn more about yourself, and this is the beauty about being sober, is I'm feeling all of these feels. Like I'm feeling everything that's coming my way, like this this like anxiety and this like stress, but it's empowering stress. It's stress that like gets me focused to make sure that I do the right things and I make the best decisions and I make the best moves. So the thing with that is, is the people around me, whether that's, you know, coworkers and a couple of the people um, have been on the podcast and, and shared with me that are with me every day, whether it's Rachel, whether it's you, other people around me, uh, people in my 12 step groups, you know, I was there last night and they're like, you okay, man? Like, because I'm distracted because my mind is going and it's in like kind of business mode. So having those people around you that can do that and also the ones that aren't afraid, again, we all, I'm talking about encouragers. We want encouragers, but we also don't want people that are blindly encouraging you to be an idiot. We need people that are like, Hey, okay, I get it. You're stressed, but here's kind of where you're missing the mark. Having people around you that at times can say, are you really okay? That is important because they are the ones that are going to be there that are going to have your recovery thriving. And at the end of the day, you don't want somebody that's going to be, oh, you're just doing great. You're doing wonderful. Like Kevin, one of the things I know about you is every day is a day of growth. Again, little by little. 
when we have a lot of little victories, we create an incredibly strong foundation that has you look back and whether it's at the one-year mark, whether it's at a six-month mark, you can literally say, I have really grown. And the growth always occurs little by little when you choose to thrive in your recovery. People around you that, that you have, like you said, that are, are, are going to be strong enough to do it. It's all about trust. And, you know, we talk about trust so often. And for me, though, the biggest and, and thing about trust is trusting myself now. So I'm making some pretty major and large decisions every single day right now. And I have to trust myself because the people around me, they, they do trust me. They've made that abundantly clear when it comes to certain decisions and stuff. Like they're not questioning me. Even when I make a mistake, they know that I was trying to make the, the best decision possible. But for me personally, trusting myself to make the right decision. And if I don't make the right decision, if we go after the fact and we look back and we do it, that's where that daily reflection we talked about is, is where can I learn from it? How can I get better? And then there's the little by little thing again. Beautiful. So in today's episode, we looked at how to create thriving in your recovery. Yeah, Jim, I, I think the best thing for us to remind people is, is if you're out there and you're, you're thinking right now, okay, I've get a lot of information out of this podcast. Well, I would say that today, the one thing, and it's not just today, it's been a lot of things, a lot of podcasts we have is really look at the people you're surrounding yourself with. Don't have dream killers in there. You're creating this life of recovery. You're creating a new life in recovery and make sure you're surrounded by people that are going to encourage that and not discourage that. I think that's all I got. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sobriety Elevated podcast. Please like us, rate us, share us with your friends and family. By doing that, you make the difference. The more people that listen to this, the more we impact the recovery around the world. Thank you and create an incredible day.